Welcome to Let's Talk Football with me, Chris. And me, Richard. The podcast bringing you the latest in football news. Every week we discuss all the big talking points from the world of football, discuss all the action in the week to come. In this week's podcast, Haaland makes an instant impact for City. Mitrovic gives Fulham a good start to life back in the Premier League. Tottenham shine against Southampton. Arsenal show promise against Palace. And what the hell is going on at Manchester United? The first weekend of Premier League action has not disappointed us. So, let's talk football. Or, or, or we don't have to, actually. Yeah, no, we do. We don't have to. We no, do. We, don't. we have we lots can just to talk move about. On. We cannot talk about anything to do with football this week. I mean, you can all go on about your lives, living living a much better time. I reckon that would be a lot better. But the people want to hear what you. we have to say, Chris. Yes, I'm sure they do. I want to hear uh, what you've got to say, and you want to hear what I mean, I've got to say. I mean, well, no, no. I don't think people are going to be very interested in what I've got to say this week. Well, they might be. Uh, might end up on a on a clip somewhere. Probably not much, in, I would imagine. Angry. Right. Um. Where do where, where do we start? Where do we start? What's start with a, Harland. What's a, what a crazy, crazy, crazy first weekend of football. Yeah. Uh, we want to start with the man that is Erling Haaland. I think we want to start with Erling. Yeah absolute man of all men the beast he really is what what a guy uh, do you know what I, I was watching him like everybody else and you know i would seen him play for Dortmund a few times but I'd never realised how quick he is yeah he's quick over the ground isn't he he's rapid yeah. he's what 6'2 six, six yeah. is he yeah built like a brick you know what and goes like a train yeah I mean, that's, He's everything. That second goal just proved how quick he was. Oh, yeah, just lightning. Yeah, lightning that run. And then obviously you get the quality of the ball that you're going to get from Kevin De Bruyne. Uh, we've said Kevin it. De Bruyne. We've said it. Yeah, since it's, last it's season. It's scary. <laughs> it's scary. The league is is not ready. Yeah, you're not. We're not ready for this. No, it's going to be. It's going to be painful for everyone. We have all everyone. been put on notice. Yeah, he just bullies defenders yeah. as if. As if they're little school children and he wants their sweets, he wants their pocket money, yep. wants their lunch. He's going to hang everybody upside everything. down by their ankles. Indeed. Indeed. Hang them up on the coat pegs, do the works. Yeah. All those horrible things kids used to do to you in school. But yeah, no, I mean, the city just carried on, didn't they? It's like, it's just the ongoing train. Just, it just they just keep, they just keep going, yeah. keep going, and they got nothing. Nothing to worry about ever, really. They just kind of just carry on doing their thing. No. And it's it is pretty scary for the rest of the league. I mean, I, th- I mean, I didn't really see. They weren't really put under any pressure from West Ham at all in that game. No, no, they will have tougher tests than West Ham. First ten minutes or so, West Ham were quite on it. But yeah, but that, then, yeah, when you only have twenty five percent possession over the whole game, you've you've done. You're gonna struggle. <laughs> You get, especially against the city side, you know, you've got to keep the ball. You've got to keep the ball when you get hold of it, and they just couldn't. And uh, they paid for that. Yeah. One shot on target at home. Yep. For, uh, for West Ham. It's always going to be tricky, but playing the champions on the opening day. I mean, it's not for everybody, is it? Is it? It's, it's, not, it's not for everyone. <laughs> Immediately, Indeed. they didn't have Haaland last season. I think if they'd have they had didn't. Harden last season, it might have been different. <laughs> well, yeah, well, they could have had Kane last season. They could have done. They could have done. They didn't, but they could have done. They didn't, but they could have done. Um, 
but yeah good good start for city easy 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 as you were wasn't it for city just like scary when you looked at their bench did you see their bench i'm just looking at their bench now yeah it's it, it, it's 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 done for i mean that bench could probably do a good shout up trying to win the league I mean, that's a good problem to have for Pep. It is. You know, when you've got John Stone sat on your bench, Bernardo Silva, Calvin Phillips, Mares, and then the kid Alvarez, who looked pretty decent when he came on. Yeah. It's <laughs> the league. The league's not ready. I can't I can't look past them. I can't look past them. No. Especially after the start that Liverpool made. Well, Liverpool had a, had a, have had a tricky start, haven't they? That's for sure. Um... Fulham showing good heart. I, I I always kind of felt though that that was going to be tricky for Liverpool. Yeah. Just because yeah. you go in, you go into Craven Cottage. They've got the promotion bounce boost. Yeah. Yeah. Just come up. Um, you know, Liverpool probably haven't had. Uh, well, I mean, other than well, you, you say that. I mean, they haven't had a lot of warm up games, but really considering. Um, but they wouldn't. Obviously, they beat City last week in the Community Shield. Yeah. But it was. It was an odd performance from Liverpool. I wasn't I wasn't really ready to see that from them. I thought that they'd be much better. Yeah, you thought they'd hit the ground running, didn't you? Yeah, Yeah, you really would. I mean, you know, I know Germans are, are known for their dry humour, but you know, Klopp's <laughs> taking the mickey now, isn't it? Very good, very good. I mean, what's, what's that all about? Dry pitch. Dry pitch, yeah, okay. Okay, Jürgen, that's the reason you didn't win. I think the biggest thing was Fulham didn't allow them to settle. They were in their face. Yeah, they did. They got in and amongst them, didn't they? And they did it well. Yeah. They pressed yeah, as a to... unit. They didn't press in sort of ones or twos. They pressed in sort of fours or fives and made life That's difficult it. for them. Yeah, and stops them being hurt. But I, I still feel that Liverpool's midfield's not, not right. I, they can't beat City this season with that midfield. No, they do need... It's... It's not good enough. Yeah. I mean, I think Thiago's just got injured as well. Yes, he has. Yeah. So he's going to be missing for a few weeks anyway. Um, but even still, I just don't I don't see the... They've got a lot of... You know, they've got players that will work hard in their midfield and will, and will run about and get amongst teams. But when you're looking for that quality, it's just not... It's not... The, you know, going forward, it's, it's not there. No, they don't have anybody who can supply the front three... Yeah, they, yeah. they very I mean, much rely on Alexander-Arnold and Robertson to do that, don't they? Yeah, they do. So, you know, if you can stop them, which yeah, isn't an easy task. Supply. Yeah. yeah, and it's not an easy task to stop those two. No. But if you can do that, and I think that's what Fulham did well, yeah. is they cracked, as soon as that ball went wide to those two players, they were very quick at getting out to them. Yeah. But when they did do it, Liverpool, when they did get into those areas, they did create... They were dangerous, oh, well, yeah. Yeah, it's how Nunez got his goal. If it doesn't work the first time, try again. Yeah. Obviously, he tried the flick five minutes earlier. Didn't quite yeah. come off the first time, but they wouldn't expect me to do it again, would they? No. no. <laughs> and, he, and he did. And it was a good, tidy finish from Nunez. Yeah. Uh, could be an interesting could be an interesting battle for Liverpool's high scorer, let alone Premier League top scorer, if uh, Salah and Nunez can start fighting each other. Yeah, or they were near enough fighting them each other for the second goal weren't they, they oh were yeah both right on the spot and just salah got that's it. there first <laughs> that's it and then you know who's gonna who's gonna take the penalties that could become controversial down the line oh yeah it could particularly if speaking one misses of, one yeah that's it uh speaking of penalties uh 
the decision against Van Dyke. What's your thoughts? I've seen him give them. I thought. Well, I thought there he was contact. Him. It was minimal, but there was contact. I felt. I felt. You know, he has clipped him. Whether it was enough to see what happened happen. Yeah, I'm not sure. It was. It seemed soft, but it was never going to get overturned. No, no. Once the referee gives it, the VAR. We know now that they won't go. No, ref, you've got it wrong. That's it. That's it. And I thought uh, Fulham stuck with it. I thought their goal was a very good goal. The first one. Yeah. Mitrovic's first goal. Powering header against Trent. He was always going to win that battle. He was always going to. He nearly knocked Trent into yeah. the Trent. Exactly. <laughs> In that it was, uh, <laughs> it was. It was. It was a tough landing. Yes, it was. But no, yeah, Fulham. Good start for them. They'll be happy to get a draw against the runners-up from last season. Uh, Liverpool, disappointed that they haven't got off and obviously already giving City a two-point start on them at this early stage of the season, but there is plenty of time for them to catch up. Definitely. For sure. Right, so up next then, uh, do you want to talk about your lot? I think we'll talk about a lot, shall we? Yeah. Yeah, I thought, well, I thought it was a good performance. It was from, a good from, performance other than the Tottenham. first 10 minutes or so. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but... It's, it's it's just getting yourself into it, isn't it? Yeah. Well, we said on Working the train on the way there, how long would it be before we started sort of going, oh, great, we're back again. 15 yeah. minutes, we said, and 12 minutes it was. 12 minutes. It was close. <laughs> we were close. We were very close. But to respond how we did was fantastic. Obviously, Seth getting his first goal for the club. Fantastic. Yeah. Eric Dyer's header was pretty good as well. I don't know whether you've seen Salazar's own, own goal. It is a magnificent own goal. It is a it is a tapping. <laughs> very thought, much is a tapping. I've got a tapping here, and when I'm going to hit this with my left foot, not my right foot, and I'm going to pass it into the bottom of the net. Yeah. It was a shocker. The thing is, though, Southampton were they were sloppy all day at the back. Yeah, they gave you so, so many much. They gave yeah. so much room and, and so many mistakes. Yeah. Not picking up with the right men at the you know the right person at the right time or anything like that it was it was a shocker yeah it was is. another shocker from southampton that we're probably gonna see five or six yeah yeah we're gonna see more of the same i think from southampton by by the looks of things it's going to be a very very up and down season for the saints fans out there but i have watched that salazu own goal about six times and i still can't understand how he hasn't cleared it i, I just don't know what he's thinking he it's, hasn't turned I mean, his body he, enough i don't think thing is, he doesn't even need to touch it there's no one behind him is there no he, he could have just let it run across the goal. Yeah. Instead, he tries to, he no tries to clear it. He said he tries to clear it. He's just passed that in the net. He fancied a goal. Yeah. In the Premier League. I got a goal in the Premier League. Don't, yeah. don't work like that, though. And then Kulusevsky's goal. Lovely goal from Kulusevsky. That, that was a really nice goal. The finish, that little little pass into that bottom corner. That's what I call them. There's nothing odd about it. He just got himself in the space, calmed himself, composed himself, and then just slotted it in. Yeah. I'm disappointed we yeah. don't didn't Very go on player. and get more, though. We had a good well, twenty odd minutes to go and get maybe one or two more. Yeah, I mean, don't be greedy. I'm not being greedy. I'm just, I'm, they were there for the taking, Southampton. Tottenham, Tottenham, always greedy. Well, we were trying to think oh. the last time we gave a, a team a real good hiding, and uh, I think it was the Newcastle game back in about 2018. We beat five nil. Yeah. Like, come on, we need to. When teams are there for the taking, you need to be ruthless, and you need to. Take them I to think the cleaners. You did what you needed to do, and it's not as if 
uh, not as if Conte is going to press that amongst a team of his. No, no. I, I think it's just you know, the fans. Not we, we want more. We want more goals. Yeah, but you should be lucky that you're getting four one wins at home against Southampton. Yeah, yeah. You know, starts go to the season. It's pretty good. Yeah. Even though this is the thing about you, Tottenham fans, you get always excited, and then you always demand more, and then what happens? I want more. You choke it. I want so more. What I would do is I'd just I'd be very happy with the start that you've I'm made to the season. I'm very happy with the start we've made to the season. And I wouldn't worry too and much. And do you know who will be even happier? Who? Musa Gineppo. I think it's Musa Gineppo. When he mm -hmm. came off, honestly, about, about two, three minutes earlier, Kulusevski had just turned him round in knots. And yeah. I think the man was glad to be off the pitch. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of the Southampton fans were glad to be off the pitch by the end. But no, great start from us. Obviously, bigger tests to come. But yeah, on the right path, yeah. at least. Very much so. So uh, let's go back then to the, our first game of the Premier League season. Yep. Uh, Crystal Palace played Arsenal in the opening game at Selhurst Park. I felt that uh, Arsenal played very well. Yeah, Arsenal and passed I think the test. Yeah, I think indeed. they've started well. They've they looked good. There is definitely something there for Arsenal fans this season yeah. uh, to think about. Um, yeah, I think there's one or two issues that may crop up in the season in their midfield. Potentially, but I think. Yeah. But they looked tidy. They looked. Uh, they looked very good going as a forward. Unit. Yeah. Yeah. They looked very good and, going forward. Yeah, they really did. But I think Saliba, he's a player. He does look very good. Yeah, I was interested Dave. to see why when Ben White went out to right back, what they would kind yeah. of do be between the... I thought he might struggle in the middle, but he was very good. Obviously, he coped with oh, Edward, no, no. he coped with Zahar, he coped with Eze. Yeah. Yeah. I thought uh, he looks he looks a proper central defender. And I think they've definitely got a player there. They in, have. Uh, and it, it, it's Salibur. just beggar's belief why they've loaned him out for two years. Well, he might have needed that too. Yes, do you know what I mean? You just yeah. bring, you bring him back and he's ready. That's how loans should work. He might not have been ready at the start of last season. And then if he doesn't get the games because he's not quite ready at the start of the season, it's hard to get into the team. So go away, have another year, yeah. play some first-team football, play very well, which by all accounts, he played very well last year on loan. And you come into the team, you're fresh, you're looking sharp, you're up to speed with everybody else, you've played the games... And you show your ability, and yeah. that's exactly what he did. And Crystal Palace shouldn't be too disappointed, I don't think. I don't think so. I mean, they 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 defended well at times. Um, they'll be disappointed, I think, with the manner of particularly the own goal. Yeah, they might Just even the be disappointed that... with the first goal because Martinelli shouldn't really be getting on the end of that. No, absolutely. Yeah. Um, it was a bit of a, a bit of a free space in there. For uh, Martinelli to, to do that, uh, you know, coming from a corner, it's always disappointing to concede from a set piece. Yeah. But overall, Palace, I think you showed signs that there's a lot to come from you still this oh, season. Yeah. First so 10, 15 minutes of the second half, it was like, hello, we might have a game on here. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. was it was a pretty even game yeah. overall. Overall, yeah. But it was just that extra bit of quality that Arsenal had, yeah. uh, the extra bit of stability that they showed at the back, yeah. that I think made the difference in the game. Definitely. Uh, Arsenal fan TV unbearable this weekend. Oh, I didn't bother watching. But um, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I'm pretty sure it will. 
I'm pretty sure at some point in the season. All the fireworks we'll are coming, mate. Don't worry about it. Oh, yeah. we'll get some drama at some point in the season, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, right then. Um, I'll, I'll, no, I, no, I don't want to yet. Let's to go Goodison? to Newcastle. All right, Newcastle. Let's go, I want to okay. go, go to Newcastle. I want to go to Newcastle because I want to talk about Shah and the absolute oh, belter of a goal. Oh, my word. What a goal. You know what, though? He scored one exactly the same last season. Yeah, he's got those in his makeup, definitely. No, no yeah. I mean exactly the same. It's almost the exact place on the pitch. It goes in the same corner of the goal. I think it was either West Ham or Burnley. I can't remember. Right, I just okay. remember seeing the yeah. claret and blue shirts. It It's like picture perfect, the same goal. Obviously, Apart Nottingham the... Forest hadn't done their homework. No, honestly, well, to be fair, what homework can you do? And that goes screaming past you. Probably yeah. at 60, 60 miles an hour. I mean, you could. You, yeah, okay. <laughs> Point taken. <laughs> it, was, it, was a, it was a rocket. It was a rocket. It was a very good goal. Yeah, very good goal. And then even Callum Wilson's finish. Yeah. Tidy was ridiculous. Yeah. Outside the foot, lobs the keeper from the six-yard box. On, on the six-yard box. Yeah. Unbelievable, that one. Good finishes from from Newcastle. Callum Wilson good at scoring goals on the opening day of the season. Definitely, yeah. So he's done that again. I thought Forest were very disappointing. Yeah, they'll take time to gel. Forest obviously they've got so many new players. That's the thing for them. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to take a while it's for them take to a kind while of for them to get into a rhythm. Yeah, it's just whether they can get into that rhythm quickly enough. Because um, I do, I after watching Forest, you're thinking. Mm, that was my overall. You, you thought yeah, my overall oh thoughts on that. It's just like, <laughs> mm, yeah, it's not looking good for them. Yeah, uh, I want Forrest to stay up, yeah. but after Dean Henderson was off running his mouth, uh, not so keen anymore. Oh, you know, no. I, in fairness, well, that was quite a blistering interview. Yeah, I want, I want, I want that. It's odd. It's such an odd decision from Dean Henderson, though. Yeah. He's still employed by... Is he forgotten? He's still employed by Manchester United. Cutting off his nose despite his face. Yeah. <laughs> is he still forgotten? That, you know, like, no, you're still a Manchester United player. You're only here on loan, Dean. You've only come out on loan. Yeah. But it's this idea that he had this entitlement that he was going to waltz in to be the number one goalkeeper when and, you've got David De Gea yeah, playing the best say, football he's probably discussed. ever played. Yeah, David had a great season last season. You know, he started. He started early. Yeah. Got in, did the training because I reckon, obviously, if that conversation happened with Dean. The other opposite one probably happened with David. Yeah. To say, look, you're not going to start as a number one. Dean's going to start as the number one next year. And then David's come in, worked his butt off. You know, Dean probably a little bit unlucky that COVID happened, but then come back and prove yourself. Yeah. Don't whine about it. Don't moan about it. Don't go leaking stuff out to the press, Dean. Right. Get on with your job. I think it just shows the state that Manchester United are in, personally. Oh, it's a mess. Yeah. It's a mess. Um, but before we just get on, let's just wrap this up then yeah. for Newcastle. Newcastle, I think, have had a good start to the season. Um, they'll be happy with that. They'll be very happy with that, yeah. They'll be, obviously, a newly promoted team with a lot of the changes that Forrest have had. Of, you know, they play good football in Newcastle now. It's just whether it's whether that can continue when they start to play against the more established sides in the league that will be the tricky that will be the test for them definitely yeah yeah and of course they might still do stuff in the transfer market we we know yeah you know there's plenty of things out there for them 
Right, so, oh, go on then, let's go to Old Trafford. <laughs> Pull let's the band-aid off, come on. Oh my god, come it's on. so bad. It's so bad, it's poor. I mean, all right, we have to say, caveat it first, well played to Brighton. Yeah. They came with a game plan, it worked. Yeah. They got in and amongst Fred in particular, closed him out of the game so that we couldn't play through the midfield because obviously he's not the best on the ball. No. So they were getting at him, getting the ball off, turning over on us and creating spaces and did well. I thought Danny Welbeck was the Danny Welbeck of 2012, let alone t- 2022. Yes, he was, I thought definitely. Yeah. He was... He was very, very good. He called um, a lot napping. Yeah, well, yeah, well, it wasn't really. You know, there was, there was also, you know, he ran straight past uh, Martinez as well. But we'll get onto him in a moment. Yeah. Um, you know, for the other goal. So, it's, it's tough. It's, it's probably tough not the right start now. that Eric Ten Hag was hoping for. Not the, it's not the start that any of us were hoping for. No, but I suppose it's a bit of a reality check for everybody. Obviously, Rome wasn't built in a day and all that. I mean, true, but then when you come out of that game and the first thing you hear is, oh, we're going to try and sign our Natovich. <laughs> oh, that's going to solve all our problems. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Brilliant. Let's get this 34-year-old man into our squad who's known for kicking up a fuss <laughs> and causing problems wherever he goes. Brilliant. Absolutely sensational. Thank you very much. In fairness, it does make sense in some way. Bear with me for a second. It does it's not make happening sense. anyway. It's not happening anyway, but it did make it, sense for a brief period of time. Sense. that he, It doesn't make sense. He was trying to bring in players that he's already worked with and he know they know no. how he works. No, that no. It doesn't, under, under no circumstances does that deal make sense for Manchester United. I cannot, I cannot fathom for a second... Why you would think, yep, yeah, okay, we'll bring in Arnautovic. I just mind blown. Like, there's got to be, there's got to at, be at least, least twenty players. Yeah, got to be at least twenty players that are, that are out there that are younger, better for, better fit for us, that are available. At least twenty. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's, I don't know what I don't know what's doing. And um, the other one that we've been linked with, obviously now, Adrian Rabio. Yeah, I'm, I'm not actually that. United fans in general are quite upset about this. I think because it's not Frankie de Jong. Yeah. But I think he's quite a shrewd little move, this one. Yeah. yeah. He's definitely better than what we've got yeah. in there at the minute. Yeah. He's we know he's got talent yeah. and, you know, he'll get amongst them. He'll get in and around them. But he's better. And more importantly, he's better on the ball yeah. than both Fred and McTominay. And I think that that could. That works for me. When I heard that, I thought, that's a deal that makes sense. I know, again, he's another player that has issues, particularly his mother is quite outspoken about Adrian's uh, teammates when he's not playing. (laughs) So she will come out, apparently, and slag off his teammates because he's not getting a game. (laughs) It could be quite interesting to watch. That's some some dynamite to look forward to blowing up. But, um... I, I don't hate it. I don't no. hate it. Yes, it's not perfect. But actually, he's a solid player. Played Champions League at the highest level. Playing for Juventus. Yeah. You know, Played for PSG as well. Worked his way back into the team. He was at yeah. PSG before, but obviously the French League. But, you know, he's he's got talent and he's good. And he's only 27. He's not like he's 35. No. 
So I actually don't mind that deal. I think that's a deal that sort of makes a bit more sense to me. Um, but it's just we're just getting hung out to drive this whole Frankie De Jong situation at the minute. I think you've spent far too much we time don't know on it. it. I don't think we've spent any time on it, to be honest. I think we've kind of done the deal with Barca, but we're just waiting for the stuff to kind of happen over there. Yeah. Because there's not a lot. To be fair to Manchester United, there's not a lot they can do until everything's got sorted over in Spain. Yeah. You know, the, the truth around whether Frankie De Jong is I want to stay is about his contract or whether he actually wants to stay it doesn't feel like he's wanted at Barca that no. much so you know it feels to me that all of this rhetoric coming out of Frankie, Frankie de Jong's camp is around his contract um, and obviously they tried to do some more wheeling and dealing Barca but they've been told no you've got to pay tax on whatever deal that they've just sorted Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of putting them in jeopardy of not being able to register their new players again, yeah. which again leaves the door open for Frankie maybe to leave. Uh, along with but a he, couple of others, yeah. Along with a couple of others. Obviously, there's Memphis Dubai has been now linked with a move away, etc. Yeah. Um, and I think Aubameyang even. Yeah, Aubameyang's name has cropped has up. Been, yeah. has, has a potential one to leave. So it's a mess at Barca. It really is. But I'm just starting to think Manchester United have kind of gone, look, the deal's there. It's ready yeah. to be done. When you lot have all sorted out, We'll, you know, we'll crack on. Do you know what I we'll think is going to happen? But I think Chelsea are going to nip it, nick him off you. I think, I think, I think that might happen, and that'll be a disaster. Yeah. But we don't know because we don't know. Chelsea won't haggle on the price. If they want him, they'll put the money down and go. There you go. Yeah, but we've we've done it. We've done that. Yeah. We've got the deal in place with with Barca, so it's down to the player, isn't it? And It'll will, be down he, to the will he at that see point. the turmoil at Manchester United as a bad thing? Because it's not all rosy at Stamford Bridge, to be fair, but. You say that. I think you say that. I think a lot of this stuff's been overblown at Chelsea. Um, I think that they've done decent business. Yeah. I think you know when you look at it, bringing in Sterling, bringing in a defender. That's what they wanted to do. They're, obviously, they'd like an extra one in there, and I think they'd like a midfielder. Yeah. Um, but I think they've done good. They've done good business so far. Yes, they've had a lot of change at the top, but they look okay. I they do look okay. Not, yeah. They look fine, and obviously, you know, Aspilicueta has now signed his new deal. Yeah. Um, Marcus Alonso will probably get his move now that Cucurella's signed. Yeah. So, I, I, I don't think I think it's all been overblown this stuff at Chelsea and saying that they're not in that greater shape. I actually think they're they're all right. They, they are, played well. I think they are. I think the biggest thing that I've noted, or the biggest thing that I've read, and sort of, it's who's who's pulling the strings. Is Thomas Tuchel doing it, or is Todd Bovey doing it. I, uh, you see, but that that's just paper talking. Yeah. There's no way that Thomas Tuchel's bringing, not getting what he wants. Yeah, I can't imagine he's not involved in the conversation. He's probably involved in the conversation. He did. Is but is Todd Bovey just playing fantasy football? Yeah, people think that, but actually, what they've signed is good quality oh, yeah. footballers. Kudabali and Sterling are two fantastic players. Yeah. And 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 they both played very very well against Everton. Obviously, Sterling probably could have done with. Uh, putting his chance away, but yeah. I think I, I just think they've done good business. They have done. I, I don't. I, 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 agree I don't with understand. You. I'm just trying to I think, think sort of. I think everything's been overblown yeah. a bit there. To be honest, so no, I think Chelsea will be okay, and I, you know, I stand by. I think well, I say stand by, but I think I think you know if we're being real, and I'll take my Man United hat off. I think your top four is going to be Liverpool. Um, 
City, well, City, Liverpool, Tottenham and Chelsea. I think that's your top four. Mm -hmm. Arsenal probably the yeah. closest one pushing it. I mean, we're, nowhere, we're going to be nowhere near. Nowhere near. We're so bad. It's going to take a lot of work on the training pitch. It's going to take a couple more players, quality players, yeah. not Arnautovic, uh, to do that for us. It's going to take you at I least a couple of summers. Yeah. It's, it's a mess. Yeah. We are... In a while we're at, while we're with Chelsea, should we go to Everton versus Chelsea? Well, yeah, I think I sort of talked about it, talking about it. Yeah. Um, you know, they needed the penalty, obviously, to kind of break through. But I thought they played very well. I thought Decore was very very naive with the way that he climbed yes. all over. Oh, goodness me! Climbed all over Ben Chilwell. Yeah, and then went no ref. I didn't do a thing. I didn't right. do a thing. No, you just you just kind of just just decided. Yeah, I'm, I want a piggyback, please. Yeah. Essentially, is what he what he did. But no, I thought it was a solid performance from Chelsea. Obviously, going away at Goodison isn't easy. No. Isn't easy. They um, lost Godfrey to a bad injury, Everton. Lost Godfrey, and they've lost Mina as yeah, well, Mina's, I think. Mina's probably maybe three or four weeks, but Godfrey's Christmas, probably. Three months, isn't it? Yeah. But they have now brought in Connor Cody on loan, haven't they, for three months, which I think is a very good signing. That's a very good signing, but Connor Cody. On yeah. loan. On loan for the season, sorry. I think I said yeah. three months there, but, you know, they brought Connor Cody in on loan a leader. so I think that's a good sign that's what they yeah. need in that squad someone to yeah, lead and, he's, yeah. and he consistently plays games I mean he, he was one of the most played players you know he had the most minute one of the most one of the players in the most minutes under his belt last season yeah in the Premier League so he'll do he'll do a good job they, there they and need he, a number he's the nine. right character that's the biggest thing they need they need goals yeah. Everton they need goals they need they do need goals I think obviously Calvin Phillips is struggling yeah. to get fit and stay fit Eli Ali just is not Deli anywhere Ali. near the player he was. He's he's done. Yeah, Damari Gray had a decent chance for him on on Saturday night. Yeah, he just didn't look like he was confident enough to try and take it all on. That's it. So I think uh, there's there's a lot of moving to be done for Everton, but they have made it. I mean, they've uh, they've signed Onana as well, the midfielder, they have, haven't yeah, they? Today, yeah. What's his name? So um, that'll be good. Uh, so I think yeah, Everton are making a bit of moves. Will they be all right? I think I still worry about Everton. Yeah, I do too. I still worry about them. But we'll see how that goes. Uh, right, it's one of the more feistier games in the league, particularly on the touchline. Ellen Road. Yeah. Uh, Leeds Wolves was a good game, entertaining. Yeah. Jesse Marsh and Bruno Large had a pointing match at the end. They did. They had a little bit of a. Had a little bit of an altercation. I don't think uh, Larg was too happy with Jesse Marsh. But I'm not sure why. I don't understand. I think something happened, right, in the game, and then Jesse Marsh did nothing about it. And I think he tried to come up to him, and they tried. He tried to say sorry or something at the end of the game. Yeah. Uh, and Larg was like, "I'm no, you can't come up to me now and say that." Blah blah blah. I was like, "Okay, whatever. Handbags, handbags, chill out." I think that's what happened. That yeah. was. I only half heard Larg. He was the only one that really gave anything away in his post-match right, interview okay. about it. Jesse Marsh was just like, oh, no, it's nothing. It's just, you know, yeah. heat at the moment, blah, 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 in the game. Yeah. Very, very diplomatic answer. But I think Lara was a bit more a bit more open about it. So, uh, yeah. But a good start for Wolves. I thought they thought, oh, here we go. Yeah. Daniel Proden. So, I mean, it was kind of bouncing top corner, didn't it? And it was just kind of looped yeah. as he come across it, it on it the side. It was a good finish, though, to be fair. I mean, he's not really caught it like that, though, no, has he? he no, hasn't he doesn't meant to do that, but it's a good finish. He hasn't meant to do that. I can't. I, I don't know how you can call it a good finish if you've not meant it. 
you've kind of miskicked it into the ground and it's bounced up into the top corner. The person corner. who's I mean, not scored no. many goals in his life, you take them when they go in. Uh, I'm sure. I mean, a goal's a goal, don't get me wrong, yeah. but you can't call it a good finish. I'm sorry. You can't turn around and say that's a good finish. I'm not having that. No, okay. That's nonsense. <laughs> On the other hand, Rodrigo had a very good finish. Yeah, very good finish. Yeah. But his goal took that very neatly. Obviously, the last remaining of the... Was he him and Rafinha? Yeah. He's, yeah. They're going to rely on him a lot this season. Rodrigo. I think so. I think I think Paddy Bamford needs to step up as well. He does. He was unlucky with a couple of chances. Of course, yeah. But he needs he needs, he needs to find his touch. Yeah, yeah. He needs a goal. Absolutely. And, and then, then the own goal was unfortunate. Yeah. Not as comical as ours, but yeah. not as comical. But it was uh, still bad positioning. I felt. Still, I mean, Ant Nori had a bit of a nightmare because he gave the ball away for the equaliser as well, didn't he? So yeah, he had a bit of a nightmare. And not not the best of days. But Leeds will be happy. I think they needed a good start, Leeds. I think they were going to come under pressure, weren't they? Yes, definitely. Uh, you know, having lost their two biggest players in Rafinha and Calvin Phillips. That will give them a platform to something to build on. Exactly. It gives them a boost, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, I thought that they did okay in the end. So we'll see how, we'll see how things develop for, for Leeds. Uh, that leaves us with Bournemouth Villa, yeah. which I thought was surprising result it was you know we were talking about strikers for Bournemouth last week yeah we didn't mention we Kiefer, Moore. Kiefer Moore we forgot <laughs> about Kiefer Moore big, big man Kiefer Moore yeah the Welsh giant that is Kiefer Moore with a towering header to make it 2-0 yeah that's what he does that's what he that's what Kiefer Moore does yeah I've seen him do it for Wales it. obviously I've not watched him loads but when I watched him play for Wales that's what he does that's his thing get it in there Make it a ball he can attack, and he'll get over most defenders, Definitely. no matter who they are. Um, but it was a good stay, had a good start, didn't they? Getting the early goal from Lerma. Yeah, definitely. Two minutes in, it's done. Um, I was a bit surprised with Villa. They didn't really seem to show very much. Yeah, they didn't play very well at all. They were, they were poor. Um, an interesting stat I saw uh, was that Gerard has the same win percentage that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer had. And Gary Neville's. And, oh, no, was it Gary Neville's? Gary Neville's, yeah. It was Gary Neville's at Valencia. That was the one. <laughs> that was the one. It was Gary well, Neville's. No one's at talking about it. We are. Yeah, we are. I've just talked about it. Is he going to get the sack, Steven Gerrard? Probably not. Probably not. not I think, I think, I think somehow, I think somehow the, uh, the levels of expectation at Valencia are probably a little bit higher than what they are at Villa right now. Probably, yeah. Probably. Just a little bit. So um, They'll be happy with mid table, whereas Valencia will probably, no, we need to be in the Champions League. This is where we need to be. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, they'll be worried by that start, though, Villa. I think they were. They, they were weren't great. Tame. Yeah, very tame. They weren't great. They didn't really show a lot of much in midfield. I thought John McGinn had a poor game. Um, and even the guys they brought on didn't really show much when they came on. I thought Danny Ings had that one half a chance, didn't he? With yeah, okay, his left foot. But there was really no. Yeah. yeah, there was no real conviction behind it. Kamara mm. was unlucky with one. If it had turned a little bit more, it might have been interesting. But yeah, yeah, but yeah, I think overall though, I don't think they deserved anything from that no, game. No, didn't deserve anything from it. Uh, right, one game left, I think, to talk about, and that and is... that is the four goal thriller at the King Power Stadium. Yeah, Leicester go two 0 up. Yeah, Good and head of they're thinking. Yeah, they're cruising, uh, and then Dews Dewsbury Hill is it Hill or Dewsbury Hall? Hall. Dewsbury Hall. Dewsbury Hall sounds like 
an attraction, doesn't it, somewhere? Yes, it does, yeah. You're going going to a manor in, in Oxfordshire. Good Let's finish go from to Dewsbury Hall. Hall as well. Yeah. yeah, go to Dewsbury Hall for the day. Lovely. Um, lovely day. <laughs> Makes it 2-0. Yeah. And you think Leicester are cruising. They're at home. They're 2-0 up. And then, you know, the, you start to worry. We were talking about how we were a bit worried about Brentford. Yeah. But they've got that fight. They have. They've got that spirit got that about fight. them. Yeah. And they've got an Ivan Tony. And they've got Ivan Tony up front. That does help. And why they've still and why they've still got an Ivan Tony? They, there is hope yeah. for uh, there is hope for Brentford. Definitely, absolutely. I thought he played very very well again, being that man in that second half just to make it. Uh, I thought I thought yeah, I th- they showed a bit of fight, didn't they, Brentford? They did. Yeah, they showed a bit of fight. Obviously, as you say, going two 0 down, it's never ideal away from home. But they kept making chances and they kept playing the ball. They kept doing what they were doing. And, yeah, obviously Tony gets them back in it at 2-1. And then Costa Silva's goal was very good. It was a good goal. Yeah. It was, indeed. So, no, good good start for, well, I mean, they both dropped points. But you, when you come out of that game after 90 minutes, if you're Leicester, you're very disappointed. Yeah. Uh, and Brentford, Brentford are... take their point. Happy and happy with their point. Leicester need to do some business. They really do. They Leicester really need do. to do I mean, some that business. Squad is so small. Yeah. And all right, they had plenty off the bench that they could bring on, but they lose a couple of players from that team, and they will be in deep trouble. Well, that's it. Yeah. They're struggling, and you know everyone else around them will have imp- has at least attempted to improve. Yeah. And so we'll and see what about selling we'll players before do. they can buy, and it's ridiculous. Well, that's yeah. it. That's it. It's unexpected, really, from Leicester. How they've done business over the last few years. It's yeah. it's very strange. But we'll 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 have to just keep an eye out over the next few weeks through the transfer window, yeah. and see how they go. Uh, is that it? I think we've done them all now, haven't we? Yeah, all ten games are done. All ten games are done. Right up next, then. I assume you want to take us around the world. See what's going on elsewhere. We are back to go around the world. And we start in France, where Ligue 1 returned with PSG, now under the management of Christophe Galtier. And they won 5-0 against Clermont with Messi scoring an absolutely beautiful overhead kick. Aaron Ramsey scored seconds after coming off the bench to secure a point for Nice at Toulouse. In Germany, the Bundesliga began very much how it ended, Bayern battering somebody. This time it was Eintracht Frankfurt, 6-1, with a debut go for Sadio Mane. Across the pond, LAFC continue to dominate the Western Conference with the help of now Gareth Bale in their ranks. He came off the bench to score as they won 4-1 against Rail Salt Lake. Wayne Rooney's DC United, obviously Wayne has moved across the pond as well now. They drew 0-0 with the New York Red Bulls. And just the second weekend in the EFL where Watford's Ismail Assar scored from his own half, but he later missed a penalty as they drew with West Brom. Blackburn are the only side left in the championship with a 100% record with two wins from two. The rest of the other major leagues in Europe start in the coming weeks and the A-League returns in early October. Well, there we go. Lots going on around the world. Um, yeah, I mean, Messi's, Messi's overhead kick. He, he did require the floor to hold him up. Yes, but it's a good technique nonetheless. He just kind of fell back. Like, like, even more of a tricycle than a bicycle, wasn't it? I, I believe the term I used was overhead kick. Yeah, but I mean, you know, <laughs> if we were to think about it. A tricycle. If we were to think a tri- about it. Never heard of a tricycle kick. Well, it's where you put your arms on the floor and you kick the ball over your head. Is that how you score an overhead kick? 
practical kit. No, no. I mean, you don't have to put your... You don't have to. Anyway, never mind. Never mind. Right. <laughs> Move on. I don't know what he's going on about. Uh, so then, Donis Avdijaj, if you are listening to our podcast for the first time, we always... Well, we like to follow, for a season, a football manager wonder kid of the past to see how their careers developed given what the scouts were telling us on football manager uh this season we've gone with football manager 2016 wonder kid hopeful donis avdijaj a kosovan playing european football uh so rich tell us where is he how our preparations going for the season ahead well the swiss super league now bearing in mind everybody is having to start early this year the Swiss Super yeah. League have already played four games. Blimey. They're flying through their season. So FC Zurich are currently bottom of that division oh. after a defeat at the weekend to Sion. Lost 3-0. Right. Hey, Jones, he did play the entire game. Didn't right. really do a lot, but obviously he's only been with the club about a week. Yeah, he's just time to develop and bed in. He's, you know, new signings, they need that time. As soon as he's up to speed, he will be fine. But yeah, no, just he's, the one point so just, far for Zurich. Just settling in. He's just settling in. Just no settling. problems whatsoever there, I'm sure. Right. So he's doing all right. He's doing okay. Yeah. Okay, so let's then have a look at this weekend's Premier League fixtures. So we start on Saturday lunchtime this weekend. Aston Villa taking on Everton at Villa Park. There are five games kicking off at three o'clock. Southampton take on Leeds. Arsenal take on Leicester. Brighton take on Newcastle. Manchester City take on Bournemouth. Wolves take on Fulham. Then it's Manchester United taking on Brentford at 5.30. Chris will very much have his eyes covered, I would imagine, watching that one. Two o'clock game on Sunday is Nottingham Forest versus West Ham. Their first home game back in the Premier League before 4.30, Chelsea taking on Tottenham. Then we've got Monday Night Football this week as well. Liverpool taking on Crystal Palace. Lots of interesting games this weekend, I think. Yeah. Some real good stuff to look forward to. Yeah, little acid uh, test for us right at the beginning of the season. Yeah, absolutely. And you need that. You need that. Yeah. See where you are. But yeah, so uh, thank you all for listening. That pretty much wraps us up this week. Uh, please do get in touch with us if we've not mentioned something about your club that you want us to talk about. Uh, do let us know. You can tweet us at Let's Football Pod. You can email us at Let's Football Pod at gmail.com. So you can send us an email there. Uh, we'll be back next week with all the news from the latest runs of games. But for now, everyone. Uh, stay safe, subscribe, and we will see you all soon. Bye, everyone. Bye.